that is that oh shit y'all we got some intro music oh shit okay now <laughs> yo this is hella vibey Another episode of the Black Chillerettes. Wow. An episode the very next week after the first episode. <laughs> Consistency. Wow, listen, we told y'all. It's it's giving like it's real if you thought that <laughs> this is just showing how much burnt out, how much listen. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot form sentences right now, but it's okay. Exhausted, but um, still excited. It's to already exactly it's already giving like oh wow all they needed was to talk about something they cared about (laughs) yeah because we're here with the consistency we're here with the energy um and that was a little bit lacking on our last couple episodes but this season i've got hope i feel good excited rejuvenated even though we're recording this late at night i'm just like still you know like i'm tired duh Mm -hmm. but i'm also excited mm-hmm. and looking forward to the conversation we're having now and like the idea of right. like making this a regular part of our schedule yes cue victoria's first of 17 yawns this episode guys she's yawning she's, she's yawning but she's, she's here back. she's ready um, but you yeah, know so uh yeah it's really exciting to be here Back to back. Okay, all right. Let's now now right. find some wood, everybody that is listening. It's find like, some wood. Knock on it, my nigga. Knock on it right now, homie. Right, because I feel like la- last season it was very much like, okay, wh- when is the episode gonna drop? Like, when is it? Like, we don't know. Like, is it gonna? Is it even gonna drop? Like, we don't know. But now, listen, <laughs> we got y'all, and the episodes will be dropping. And we okay? got y'all consistently. Okay, we got y'all, unlike. We got y'all in Insecure seasons one and two. Okay? Right. We, we're on right. a different... We're East, we're giving you Issa mm-hmm. season four. Okay, season four. I say in my personal life, like, because this is a conversation I've had several times mm-hmm. in my personal life, mostly with myself, but sometimes with other people, I, I give myself, I think I'm Issa season three or four. Oh, where am I um, in my life personally? I'm... Probably Issa season two, maybe season three. No, because yeah. Issa was Buku. I mean that that makes sense She's because Buku messy and but that makes two. sense because you're a little bit you're a little bit younger than me. So like I like I yeah. literally think about like the age range of of Issa Got in the you. show, and I'm like I think I am like currently where I am right now is is the age that Issa was like. In which three. case, that so I'm like, would, well, I got time, yeah. I got time. This is rough. Like it's good. Like season five is coming. Season five is season coming. five is coming. Okay, our Lawrence's are on the yeah. way, and by our Lawrence's are on the yes. way. I mean, I personally believe I have my Lawrence. You know, Lawrence. Yes. Hi, my right. guy. I I realized in watching. <laughs> Uh, the final season mm-hmm. and obviously guys we if you haven't watched Insecure get your shit together uh, but right. I'm, I'm not going to spoil at? the whole series for you however 
Um, mm-hmm. Watching season five, I realized one why that show was so important for me emotionally, particularly as a young black uh-huh. woman, particularly as someone who has been considered mm-hmm. an awkward black woman. Um, yeah, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Watching that show, I was like, oh, it's mm-hmm. because I can see myself in these characters and the relationship. Between Lisa and Lawrence feels so closely aligned with my relationship with Max without all of the extra, you know, uh, like, I I ain't cheating on on him or nothing like that. Right. (laughs) Right. No Daniel in my life. (laughs) Right. Exactly. I do see uh, the way they relate to each other, the way they kind of had to grow in their communication styles and their friendship and, you know, when they're not in a romantic partnership and stuff like that. Uh, So I was like, oh, my God, I have Lawrence. Yes. I have Lawrence, and I've seen Issa fuck up well enough for me to be like, nah, I'll stick it through unless it gets unhealthy and toxic, right. and then maybe I'll skirt skirt. But so far, we're real right. healthy. So, hey, yeah. now. No, that's yes. great. Go off. That's um, great. We love that yeah. for you. So I might be season two, Issa, but I'm, you know, relationship-wise, I'm season four, sure. season five. Good. Yeah. No, that's great. I love that. I am definitely relationship wise. I am season. No, not season one. (laughs) Like it's like it's not really giving. It's not really giving in that department. And that's that's okay. Okay, your Lawrence is on the way, my guy. Or Nathan, if that's your cup of water. Or Nathan. Um, or whoever else be on yeah, that show. There's hella know. niggas on that show. Uh, go watch Insecure, There's so guys. Dro. Somebody got a Dro. Dro is know. for someone. Like, I will say, Mr. Dro is for somebody. Sharunash, um, the actor uh, that plays Dro, he's actually really cool okay. people. He is so, so kind. Really? Yeah, I hung out with him for a little bit at our after party for King Richard, him and Melvin Gregg. Um, oh, amazing. Yeah. He is huge yeah he seems like a very he's tall over human. six five like i think he's six seven yeah. it was one of those things where for the first time in my semi tall ass life as someone who is yeah um five or five nine give or take i truly had uh-huh. to crane my neck to look up like me and sanaya were talking to him and i was wearing sneakers at the yeah. after party because what mm-hmm. am i wearing heels for okay i i've walked yeah, the red exactly. carpet I've signed mm-hmm. the autographs for the people outside. My yeah. sneakers are on. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tanaya was wearing heels, so she was, like, a little taller than me. And we both still, I mean, chin, giving 100. Wait, she was taller than you? How tall Sanaya is Tanaya? Is tall. I'm telling you. That's why everyone's like, wow, it really looks like they grew up during the film. Yes, because we filmed chronologically, thank God. And then we had to stop in the middle of filming. Oh. And by the time we came back, Sanaya was like two, three inches taller. And she is 15 years old. So she's a, I didn't think she's she at was. least five, seven, I want to say. Oh. At least. I would have guessed she was my height. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, none of those girls. I mean, uh, Layla might. How tall are you again? Five, two. Layla, I think, is shorter than you. I think Layla mm. is in the fours, but everybody else got oh. you, bruh. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all those girls are tall. 
Because the Williams family was tall, so. Yeah. M- Mr. Will was mm. tall. Miss Anjanu was tall. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So. Okay. Well. <laughs> so, we were, if you listened to the first episode, which I hope you did, and if you didn't, you could go back and listen to it. Make it a day with us, okay? It's there. Make it a day. You know, just hang out with Vic and Mai. Um, but the first episode, we talked about where we've been mm-hmm. at, where y'all been, um, and so now we're gonna talk about yeah, where we going. Now that you know you we've know? been in the streets, okay, that mm-hmm. Victoria mm-hmm. is a corporate goddess getting ready to take over the New York theater scene, and I am... Mm. A... Film and TV <laughs> goddess getting ready to. It take feels over weird to say, but I need to claim it. The film and TV. I have scene. to claim it. I have to say it out loud. It is true. Um, What's it called? What were we just talking about? I'm an established TV Euphoria and film season th- actor. Euphoria season three. Yeah. We raise next pod project. We proclaim like, it. Ava about to be in my DMs. Right. You know, pro. Viola right. Davis and I will meet soon and we will be in conversation yes. together about what we will create as a dynamic duo. Right. I will act exactly. with my friend Adrian Ward. I will. I will do it. Mm-hmm. That will mm-hmm. happen. I will create mm-hmm. something with Amber Iman and sing backup. Okay. Yes. Period. Bing, bang, boom. Mm-hmm. It will happen. Um, so right. Yeah. Now that Victoria and I have established what streets we've been running, <laughs> we just wanted to let you guys know yeah. where we're going in our personal lives and then also where the black chillerettes are going uh, hey. so that you get to decide and make an informed decision as people who are a part of our family, our cookout, as to whether or not you're trying to tag along with us. Okay? Right. Okay? Yeah. So... Yeah, you gonna you gonna hop in the back seat, or we gonna leave you on a curb? We got like, you get what? to decide. Like, is you coming, or is you not? You know, I don't know. I Consent might come. Is I might key. go. We I don't want know. our listeners to be able to make an informed decision and choice um, of how they engage with this community. All right. Exactly. Um, so here we are. Um, here we are. Where are we going? So where are you going, Victoria? Um. So where am I going? Uh. There are so many things happening. <laughs> Currently, in this very moment, I am stressed out of my mm. mind, which I've already told my Kayla about this. But, yeah, I'm stressed out of my mind because I am moving out of my apartment in, what's today? Let's see. Wednesday, Friday, six days. Wednesday, Friday, six days. Six days. And it feels like it's happening in 30 mm-hmm. minutes um, because there's just so many things happening that – I was not prepared for, um, and yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little stressed. So all that to say, I'm moving out of my apartment. Um, if you were following us, essentially this whole time that we've been in the podcast, I've been in, living in Chicago. Um, I think when we started, I was like still quarantining at my parents, um, at my yeah. mom's, and and then I moved into the city, uh, and I've been in this amazing beautiful stunning apartment for the past year it's been such a blessing i like could not have asked for a better place to live um for my first apartment in chicago so 
I'm sadly having to say goodbye to that apartment. It's my choice. I'm not getting kicked out. Like, don't worry. It's not dramatic mm-hmm. like that. But I'm I'm leaving and I am relocating back to New York City, uh, which is exciting. Also, not, I mean, not scary, but just like a little bit weird. Because at this point, I've lived in Chicago now for longer than I lived in New York, which is so strange. Mm. Um, but yeah, going back to New York... Uh, I'll probably be out there in February, which is probably around the time that this will be coming out, that you'll be listening to this. Um, I mean, not really, but kind of. Um, So I'll be back there in February. And yeah, starting that, it's kind of like starting, I would say it's not really starting a new chapter. It's kind of just starting over the chapter that I didn't get to finish um, because of the Mm. pandemic. Um, so yeah, so I'm excited to get back there. Am I excited for, to be paying New York city rent again? Absolutely not. Um, am I excited to like not have my car anymore? Absolutely not. Um, but am I excited to get back to my career? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm definitely excited to get back to my actual career of being an actor. I'm definitely excited to get back to a place where, um, I just have way more people in my Mm. corner um way more friends there that'll be really really nice um and i'm excited to just just you know be back in the energy of new york city uh you know omarion aside you know like we will make it work um but yeah that's that's gonna be my next journey so it's everything's very unclear you know if you ever move to new york city it's like not really ever a like smooth sailing process um so i know that there's like gonna be bumps along the road i've been trying to you know talk to realtors and things and they're all kind of like sis if you trying to move in february like why are you talking to me now in Mm. january i'm like because i'm trying to be prepared and they're like we don't we don't move like that that's what's so interesting about new york though is it's very different you, yeah say mm-hmm. you know your lease is up on january 31st baby girl you should not be looking uh-huh. for a new apartment until january 28th which is yeah crazy you know yeah it's it's very insane like here in chicago i was looking for places like essentially the whole month of like december and things before i moved in january and yeah in new york they're like if you're not if you can't view this apartment within the week and if you are not moving within a week or two, then like, why are you even talking and to me? Like the expectation um, that you have enough money for the, all bro- the money the to broker, drop. Yeah. Right? And you have enough money for your first month's yeah. rent and your last month's rent and an additional security deposit. Like they expect you to have at least four mm-hmm. grand on hand for yeah. that move. And that's not including your movies yeah. and shit. And there's no guarantee that you're going right. to get even half of that back when you move out. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving in New York City is so exactly. chaotic. So I do, I, I believe, like, if you can if you can pull off a move in New York City, then you can pull off a move absolutely anywhere. Because it's such yeah. a crazy... And this will be, process. honestly, my first time moving to New York with furniture. Because I've lived in New right. York, but, like, I was subleasing for essentially a year and a half. And so you're looking um, to so get I on didn't a lease have... when you get here, like a solo lease? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I can, I will no longer be having roommates. That is in my past. 
Um, so yeah, I, you know, once you go, once you live on your own, there's like no going back. So like I said, this has been the best year living on my own in Chicago and I will not be having roommates in a smaller apartment in New York city. Like I just, so what's your Um, vibe though for like, when you come to New York, like perfect picture, dream scenario, everything goes absolutely well. You get approved for the very first apartment that you uh put in an application for where are you trying to live what train yeah. are you trying to be off of what borough are you trying to be in mm-hmm. what's the style are we giving brownstone are we giving like new gentrified building so, that was built last year what what's your dream scenario in the city so i've i i always say like i i literally text or not texted emailed this to one of the realtors i was emailing with and i was like we're we're giving very much bougie on a budget um and so that's the vibe that i'm going for so like personally like i get that people can make like a cute vintage apartment like really cute and like they have all the vintage like old vibe like things crown molding the the wood yeah and it's like there's kind of cracks in the wood oak like yeah like that is a vibe but that is not my Mm -hmm. vibe um, so I do, I am looking for a more renovated space just because that makes me feel a little bit more like at mm-hmm. peace in the chaos of New York city. Um, so that's where that's like style wise, just of the apartment. That's what I'm looking for. Um, I'm just going to say this right now because I feel like I'm just going to put it out so that it can be honored. And yes, I have been praying for this. Yes, I have been manifesting this. And I don't know that it's going to happen. But the more that I talk about it, maybe it will. Um, I am really looking for something impossible where I'm looking for laundry and unit. That's not impossible. And the thing is, I have all these things in, in my... I know, I know, I know what I'm saying. I have all these things in Chicago. But in New York, it's not. It's not. So I'm looking for laundry and unit. I would love an elevator okay. in the building. I would love, um, okay, this is, if you've never lived in New York City, you might be like, what? But if you have lived in New York City, this makes sense. I would love a closet in my bedroom <laughs> um, because that is not always the case in New York City. Um, I would love a closet in my bedroom. So washer dryer in unit, elevator in the building, renovated. Um, those are like the main things that I really, really want in my apartment. Um, as far as location, we kind of talked about it a little bit in the first episode, but I'm trying to be uptown, trying to be in Harlem, uh, preferably Harlem over Washington Heights, just because it is closer to where I need to mm-hmm. be, which is mostly Midtown for auditions and things like that. I feel like, like if you go towards central um, Harlem, though, I can think of like five really well-renovated buildings off the top of my head that are like mm-hmm. laundry and unit, dishwasher, elevator yeah. in the building, um yeah you know that kind of situation so if you go like further towards central harlem which in my opinion uh-huh. depending on where you're at in central harlem it's basically east heart like you're on the east side it's just yeah central harlem. yeah i'm not really trying to be i'm not really trying to be east harlem because there are a lot of apartments on east harlem that are newly renovated or in east harlem but it's just the train situation over there it's really not giving what I needed to be giving. That's so. fair, but if you're like on like the, in the one thirties or the one twenties, you're still off of like the one, two, three, and the C. It's like on the east side, but that's where like the one like the one thirties yeah. and stuff. Like where we used to go to dinner party and stuff. 
Yeah. It's technically the east side, but it's central that... and west Harlem. Yeah, that I don't like the three train. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't like I lived over there for a bit and I was like, this train is never it's never here when I right. needed to be here. Granted, I was working crazy hours in New York, so like it just wasn't running at yeah. four AM when I needed it to be running. But um, regardless, I'm sure you're yeah, so come trying true. Yeah, so my dreams will come true. If y'all know of any um realtors, brokers in New York City who wanna help us out, like let me know because like I said, we're bougie on a budget and we're trying to make this work. Um I've also applied for some housing lotteries. Um which I know takes forever. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Why not? Because there's those are like super nice buildings. There's like new brand new buildings that haven't even opened yet that you can apply for. Um, for like, uh, what's the word? Rent, stabilized rent. Um, so that is something that I've also done. But yeah, so that's where I'm going. I'll be out there in February. Probably stay with a friend for a little bit while I'm looking for a place. Um, and then hopefully be able to move into my place. <clears throat> by I mean by March at the latest but like hopefully sometime in February right. and then I will just be back to my audition life I will not I'm not even going to say I'm going to be back to the hustle because I rebuke that in the name mm. of the Lord um, because that's really not the culture that I'm trying to cultivate in right. my life like yes I want to work hard but I'm not about overexerting myself and um, spreading myself thin like I did the first time around in New York City. I will say I'm definitely uh, interested so, in seeing what your audition like process is like when you return because, you know, hmm. I, I can count on one hand how many auditions I've had in person and one of them was like essentially I got invited immediately to callbacks and it's for the show that I'm going to uh-huh. do in San Diego. That was my first in-person audition uh-huh. and then my next one was a callback for a show on Broadway. Um but uh-huh. before that, like it was like it was just a self tape, you know, and then they had to invite yeah. you to final callbacks. But I don't really yeah. know the state yeah. of what like musicals are doing because I remember when I went, I was going yeah. in for my callbacks. I saw stuff for like Waitress and Dear Evan Hansen mm-hmm. and aud- auditions yeah. for national tours and stuff like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. we're doing this in person. Like, is the idea like yeah. you know you're self taping and then they're inviting you to, for work sessions and final callbacks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I'm yeah. I'm intrigued to see what that yeah looks it's pretty like. much the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much the same as you described. They'll do self-tapes for the first round and then invite people in for auditions from there um for callbacks and things work sessions obviously if it's like dance they will like have people come in i have done dance self-tapes and you've also done so Um, many callbacks in the last few months for yeah so it's i had my first in-person dance um audition in December that it's in like the whole, since the whole pandemic. And that was honestly so fun. Um, so yeah, obviously they, you know, vaccinations are required. Masks are required. And I think what's really cool is vaccinations in New York city. And, you know, we don't know what anyone else's personal preferences are, how they feel about uh, Mm -hmm. vaccinations and, you know, uh-huh. educating themselves with the state of COVID as it continues to evolve. People were, you know, keep saying, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, we're like in the 
we're at the end of the pandemic or, you know, we're in the middle. And it's like, actually, we have no idea if this is the beginning, the middle or anybody's end. We have no. Yeah. And also like COVID, she's here to stay. Like she's not. I would be surprised personally if in my lifetime we saw it disappear, you know, um, it's like as people get their flu, like the same way people get flu shots every year. You're anticipating getting a COVID shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, and so all of that to say the idea of what it means to be vaccinated or fully vaccinated continues to evolve and adjust and currently in new york right. city though the only way you can be considered fully vaccinated is if you have the two doses and the booster um right and so for a lot of like auditions and theater contracts and stuff you have to be able to sign a disclosure and send in your documentation to be like hey i have all three shots girl Otherwise, you can't right. even be considered for the job. Um, and so right. I, I definitely think it's interesting it's to see where these, um, I don't know, where, where the industry is kind of going and adjusting while also still not seeming to be in a place where it can take care of the people who are actively working uh, in right. the city. With, yeah, different conversation. Yeah, yeah. So. But I'm excited for you. I know this city has missed you. I think it's absolutely bonkers that we're missing each other by literally just a day or two you know what i mean yeah it's crazy yeah but no i'm excited to get back um but yeah tell us since you said we're missing each other tell us about where you go yeah so what you up to of course um so as victoria comes to new york city i will be making my departure a swift little exodus Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I said exited, but uh, I am going out <laughs> to San Diego, California to do a contract. I am doing the world premiere of a brand new play, uh, and I'm working with a really, really fantastic, fabulous director, the former associate director from um, Hamilton, actually, in Chicago, uh, and mm-hmm. incredible activist, speaker, um, person. But more than, well, I was about to say, but more than anything, like, human. Like, I just fucking love Jess McLeod. Mm-hmm. She, she's mm-hmm. one of the coolest human beings I've ever connected with. And I'm really grateful for the opportunity to have auditioned for this show. I'm excited. I actually mm-hmm. don't even know if I'm allowed to say, like, I'm working on this piece because it hasn't formally been announced. Sure. And I know sometimes theaters make yeah. those announcements, so I'll have to... Yeah, my agents and stuff on that. But I'm going to do a, a theater contract on a brand new play. I'm uh-huh. a 16 year old, so like we're keeping it young. Woo! Okay, you know what I'm saying? We yes. keeping that good okay. juju going. We're 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 getting mm-hmm. me ready for Euphoria season three. Um, exactly. for my recurring series regular role. Period. Um, mm-hmm. Right. And so yeah, I'm I'm really really excited. I actually was born in San Diego. My parents met there yeah. when they were in the military, um, when mm-hmm. my dad was just 19 and my mother was 24. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, mama. She actually, she's like turned my father down when he like went for her. She was like, baby yeah. girl, you can't even buy me a drink. What are we doing right. here? So, right. Exactly. Um, but they met while they were stationed in San Diego they ended up getting married, mm-hmm. and then a few years later, they had your girl, and almost immediately, mm-hmm. my parents asked to be, um, my mom uh, ended up leaving the, the military, 
um, with an uh-huh. honorable discharge and my dad uh, asked to be transferred and stationed in Norfolk, Virginia. This so mm-hmm. that they could essentially be between um, where our families live because we have family in Chicago yeah. and Detroit and then the rest of our family is in in Florida. So that was our middle ground. So mm-hmm. this will be my first yeah. time spending any significant amount of time in San Diego, which Exciting. yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it, especially to be going there to, to work um, at yeah. a theater that like I've always heard of and um, I've heard mm-hmm. really good things about the people who run this theater and I'm, I'm pretty yeah. hype. Uh, it's also going to put me there during award season. So um, really looking forward to seeing, you know, what happens with, with King Richard and being able to cheer on our, right. our you know, KR family uh, on the same coast mm-hmm. for once. Um, right. And, you know, maybe get some of my homies to come see the show if it's safe. Yeah. And, see what the west coast does for me and after that um it looks like oh i got butterflies in my stomach but it looks uh-huh. like uh <laughs> um i'll be out there for the foreseeable sh- uh, future to to start yeah. working and and do more film and tv because historically i've always been pretty theater centered and theater focused which like uh-huh. i love yeah. you know pe- people always mm-hmm. ask like oh well now that you've done film uh, do you prefer that over theater? It's like, no, actually, I love them all. I love all of the mediums. I just right. didn't think film or television would be an option for me because I'm trained in theater. Uh, and so I, I'm really excited to see what the water feels like in California. And my yeah. partner and I. It's warm. Well, that's what I hear, you know. And I've spent a little time, you know, I've I've gotten my ass thrashed at Venice Beach uh, trying right. to because yeah. those mm-hmm. waves are powerful <laughs> the, yeah the pacific ocean is by like i grew up on the atlantic ocean and in the chesapeake bay yeah. so like i'm used to the ocean but what the it be doing other stuff over there uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's so real. yeah i'm excited and and max is gonna try and come out there with me after my contract is completed um in, yeah. in april and We'll see where we end up planted. Hatton out. Right. Here's my real question, though, for our listeners and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like it's going to apply to you, too, because you're making a mid-cross-country move. And I'm yeah. about to try and make a full... Like, what? what's crazy is in the next 20 days, right, I have to move out uh-huh. of my apartment. And not just my stuff, but, like, my... One of my best friends and incredible former roommate got a great job down in Florida. So she had to move on very short notice back in October, which yeah. means she had to leave yeah. most, if not all, of the furniture that has kind of been accrued yeah. in the last, like, three years that we had lived together, which means I have to figure right. out how to get rid of all of it for us um, and move my stuff down yeah. to Virginia. And I'm not really keeping much of my furniture. I'm not keeping my bed. I'm not keeping sure. my dressers and stuff like that, but have to do yeah. all of that by January 31st, get all of my shit down to Virginia. And then in April, figure out how to get that, all of my stuff and my car from Virginia to California right. and max his shit and his car from Chicago 
to California. Who has ever done right. something like that? And if you you have, give us your tips and tricks. Tell us where to go. Right. I've been on Google and it's not helpful. I don't have random th- like three four thousand dollars to shit my fucking car. You know, it's just right. it's insane how much this stuff kind of costs, and it made me think like, how did people just up and do this in the middle of the pandemic? Right. So. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. No so I guess I'm going to California, baby. Shoot, going to California. On Very exciting. What the vibes are? Maybe you catch me at the Oscars or an after party. You know, hey, maybe not the Oscars. Exactly. We don't know. There's so much I don't know about sure. this this awards season process and how much the whole of the family and the whole of the ensemble will be. Um, included because there is like you know see, there's yeah. seven of us seven is that right mm-hmm. there's five sisters two parents yeah and then plus of course the incredible John Bernthal and Tony Goldwyn right so that's that's nine of us you know and in COVID yeah. times I don't know if they're gonna treat us like the cast of Moonlight and be like yes all the main right. characters Everybody. get to be here you yeah know. Exactly. Uh, but still so excited to celebrate whatever ends up happening, the opportunity for our, yeah. our, like, this film, the Williams family, and the people who worked on it to be centered and celebrated while I'm working on a new show. It'll be really cool. That's very exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you when, um, I'm sure she'll be announcing the show when it, when she's allowed to, on, I'm sure on her Instagram or something, but, um, but no, that's great. San Diego, I like San Diego. I went there literally for like a weekend or something, mm-hmm. just a random trip with my mom and my younger sister a couple years ago. I think it was maybe before I moved to New York or maybe before I went on my first tour or yeah. something. Yeah, I think it was before I went on my first tour and we were just like, let's just go on a trip before I leave. We went to San Diego and it was very beautiful. Um, yeah, I really loved it. It's like a very... Uh, feels like a very colorful city that um, yes and i i for like sure that. i spent a yeah. few hours there like, like uh in 20 when we were still filming king richard i um spent thanksgiving with uh-huh. Sanaya's family and i ended up like uh-huh. coming back the next day because it's, it's only like a three-hour drive from la depending yeah. on where you live yeah um, yeah and i spent you know uh-huh. just a couple hours there and it's first of all such a beautiful drive I even pulled over on the side of yeah. the highway and got out and just looked at the ocean for a while. Um, yeah. And then, like, went in the city, and it's, like, colorful, it's vibrant, and kind of reminds me of Richmond. Um, it, like, okay. in its first impressions is, like, it feels like it's supposed to be a very inclusive city because you see flags everywhere, and it's like, okay, like, I see what y'all yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. And, okay, Black Lives Matter side, okay, LGBT. Q-A-I, like, yes, please. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it, it felt really fun. And then I had one of the best meals I've ever had in my life um, at oh, a good. restaurant there called the Louisiana Purchase. And I cannot wait to mm. go back. Okay. But when I, like, first got the contract, I was like, oh, I hope that Victoria can come out for a weekend. But that's a really unreasonable thing to imagine when you're truly also making the same move in the opposite direction truly yeah making the same move i remember i did take one of my favorite photos ever at this little cafe um and that was i remember i specifically remember the photos that i took on that trip because it was right around the time that 
iPhone got like portrait mode Instagram and we were all like probably it's probably you have to go back back Um, but it was like it was yeah, when I listen, when iPhone came out with Portrait Mode, that changed the game. We all were photographers. We we're like, you can't tell me nothing. Oh, I was like, Mom, get over there, sis, get over there. Um, I also remember on that trip, I from that like cafe, I took some leftovers because I didn't pinch my food, and I, of course, I got some like I don't know, bougie eggs Benedict, avocado toast, some some, and I remember giving it to this homeless man on the street because he was mm-hmm. hungry. And then I walked back by like later in the day and my food was on the ground. And I was like, not this homeless man, <laughs> not eating my food that I paid a lot of money he for. He didn't want and it, okay? He didn't want the he bougie said, eggs, florentine, benedict, avocado I say, I toast. Said, I may be houseless, but I have no interest in her leftovers. You know what? Exactly. He, he, and he might've even been like, I don't know what she got. Okay, I don't know if she got a mysterious right. disease. I don't know, you know, maybe right. he's a germaphobe. You know? Sure, <laughs> my guy yeah. might have just been terrible. I was now. like, he did not have to put it on the ground. He literally left it on the ground. I was like, Dang. no. Anyways, okay, enough about us. Um, okay, so you're probably wondering when we're going to actually talk about the podcast. Okay, so we're going to talk about the podcast now. So, like we said, this season is a little bit different because clearly we're not recapping The Bachelor. Clayton, right? That's, That's really name, right? funny that you said Clayton. that because, like, you just ripped the co- Band-Aid condom off because we did not, so we have not announced that we're not recapping. No, we did. We talked when? about it. Last, last episode, no. we was like, we're burnt we out. Were, that's why. Listen, we already talked okay. about it. But we but we haven't said, like, what Her, we're doing. Got it, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so go ahead, you do no, it. No, no, you were doing it so much better than me, please. <laughs> no, go ahead. Keep, You're going to make going. me do it? Yes. This hurts. Okay, so obviously we are not recapping Clayton's season. We do not want to go on this journey with the bachelor franchise to make white men semi appeasable again and so far it does not even sound like from the from even watching from afar because i'm you know just scrolling through people's instagrams and shit it does not seem like the season is going well although i did hear hillary duff was up Mm. there and like people were really fucking high well you know she has that new show coming out how i met your father you know, and so I think okay. much like the initial plan with our friend, friend of the podcast, Jay Ellis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when they brought him right. on, that was for promotion for Top Gun. So, you know, partnering with because oh. it is a it's a okay. Warner Media um, project. Yeah. It always makes sense to, like, go with The Bachelor. They want to do it with someone who's trendy, sure. who's hip, who will pull in audience members that are beyond the normal demographic that the show is shooting for. So Hillary Duff was on this week's episode. But it seems like it's giving very much mayonnaise, no aioli. Yeah. It's giving pasty. It's giving, like, the yeah. off-brand glue paste that, like, didn't work right when they put Oof. that in the center of the yeah. table. 
And then, you know, the kid at uh-huh. the end of the table took the popsicle stick and just had it sitting in their mouth. But it wasn't Ugh. even the good glue paste Ugh. to put in your mouth. Not that I put paste in my mouth. I'm not saying that. But I am right. saying that there was a superior uh-huh. brand <laughs> that okay. I would have at least understood. Okay. So it doesn't seem like this season's going uh-huh. well. So we are not engaging it. We have no problems with Clayton. We have no issues no. With, with him at all. We're not protesting him. Are we confused as to why he's the bachelor? We're confused. Are we confused about the host? Yes. And it's also confused. yes and no, um, because of course you're going to do this this way when you have every yeah. option not to. Um, right. But also why? And nothing to that man, to the host, because honestly, when I used to work at Bougie Popular Boxing Gym in New York City, that man would be in there every Mr. single Palmer? day. Mr. Palmer? Like, really? literally. Yes, literally every single day. I would be like, hey, yeah, you're on he's bag, from, I think blah, blah, blah. He's from an early season of The Bachelor. Like, he was The Bachelor. I think so. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's from early, and then he did, like, some sports. And he was on ESPN. Casting yeah. thing. Sportscaster. But, yeah, I used to see that man every day, mm-hmm. literally. And so, you know. So good for I him. I think the other thing that's very important to Victoria and I, as The Bachelorettes, is the original iteration of this show, uh, our podcast, was the intersections of blackness and ab- ab- um, activism, excuse me, and figuring out how uh-huh. that intersects with the Bachelor franchise. Right. That's not here. It's not present this season. Not to say that there aren't going right. to be moments to, uh, like, observe whiteness, you know, support those mm-hmm. who are black, Latinx, indigenous, um, or Asian uh, women of color, if they identify as such, on the show, not to say that there aren't things to examine Mm. within their experiences and how um, their intersections with disenfranchisement might call into question how it's used for mainstream media. But we're saying there's no Mm. way we could have just dipped on a black woman's season. And just come right. back for a white man and start talking about him like ain't nothing, <clears throat> ain't nothing happened. We are profoundly grateful to hear about um, the change that has happened and the steps that they do seem to be trying to um, make within that franchise. But this is one of those mm-hmm. moments where you look at the franchise and you're like, can I amplify the work that you're doing right now? If it seems, if right. it seems and appears to be a regression. And the answer mm-hmm. for us is no, because it was draining us to do it in a uh, in a manner that was supporting the folks that look like us and don't look like us. We were doing it for the last few seasons. And mm-hmm. so we show not about yeah. to exhaust ourselves for a white man. Nothing against you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> right. I just yes. will not no, that's be exactly sticking it. spoonfuls of mayonnaise in my mouth week after week. No, 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 yeah. no, no. No, I just simply could not. I just, it, 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 like, it's, it's so weird to say, but it just, like, pains me to even, like, nothing, nothing in my spirit wants to watch it, which is so weird, because, like I said, I have been watching the show for entirely way too long, Um, but just over the past, everything that we've been through, I'm like, I will not be turning that on. I will not be turning that on. I just can't bring myself and to I do it. I think so... it's a means of choosing our health, you know, and peace, choosing yeah. our peace. Yeah. Uh, and so we know that this could probably be, 
you know, super confusing for some of our listeners. Like, wait, no, but <laughs> you guys provided yeah. so much guidance. So we love listening to your yeah. commentary and stuff like that. There are so many other voices um, within this franchise mm-hmm. that have held, like, held mm-hmm. their own and have shown up consistently that we would love for y'all to support, right. like, as, uh, Ash Talks Batch, uh, the right. uh, homies over at Two Black Girls, One Rose. Two Black Girls, One as Rose. As well as... Mm-hmm. Um, Blackberry Bloop or is it Boop? I can't. I remember. don't know what you're talking um, about. Really, really incredible human that you know offers commentary on on the franchise as well as the Blatchelorettes, <laughs> uh, not to uh-huh. be confused with the Black Chillerettes. Um, they're mm. you know still popping, and I mean there there are more folks that are beyond our immediate right. comfort zones especially if you're a, a exactly. person that takes up space in a white body that you can be engaging with um mm-hmm. are they necessarily focused and centered with like the intersections of blackness and activism at their center point not necessarily um some of them absolutely mm-hmm. it just comes in because like it's a yeah. part of how we exist because of who, who they, they are. are how they yeah. experience and take up space in this world um, but right. it also might just be fun to be listening to somebody uh, that don't look like you and is like watching the same exactly. you know shit as you on a week by week ba- uh, basis. So we are not the the we've never been the end all be all. Oh, bl- uh, Black Bachelor Babes. That's who I was also thinking about. Black they Bachelor still, Babes. They still okay, meet yeah. on Clubhouse, mm-hmm. but um, okay, we're not the only ones in this space, and we want to right. be completely honest by saying. We have to name our capacity, our limits, um, and invest ourselves in spaces that we think uh, we can show up to in excellence without draining ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean we ain't never going to recap the franchise ever again? No. No, that doesn't mean Especially, like, depending on who gets named to be the Bachelorette. Like, shoot. Right. All right? Like, we popped, we, we left real quick and we might come back real quick like, especially because paradise like we don't even know we might even throw it back at at some point and be like rachel Lindsay's season what's good let's watch it together my yeah. friends right um, exactly but exactly. for clayton so we essentially all that right we cannot do it so all that to say um this season we are getting the black chillerettes gone rogue because it's giving the black chillerettes not talking about. It's the giving the black chillerettes um, doing what they want. It's giving the black chillerettes is really here for. We're here for y'all, but we also here yes. for ourselves. Like we are putting ourselves first, <laughs> and in that we are also putting you first because if we ain't taking care of ourselves, our we cannot give you our best. So. Right, we ain't about to pour from no empty cups yeah. anymore because we have done that and it's really not a cute Absolutely. Look. Um, so, so welcome to the Black Chillerettes Gone Rogue. It's a very exciting time. Yeah, I think what's so exciting now that we've said it, but what's so cool about this is I think we still, it still works. Like we are still the Black Chillerettes, you know? It's still, yeah, it's, absolutely. The name absolutely. was Nothing never has, exclusively I mean, like, this is The Bachelor. No, it's about the fact that we are no. two black, femme-identifying human beings 
yeah. uh, that yeah. are existing in this wide ass world. And we just so happened right. to use our like critique and our observations through the lens, like looking through our lens as human beings at The Bachelor. Uh huh. So I feel like like we're still on brand. <laughs> We we're are. damn sure on brand for how we move when it comes to like we're doing right. a podcast about this now. Exactly. So I'm I'm really excited. I'm so happy we've announced this now. I desperately need to blow my nose. I don't actually know how to mute this. I don't think you can. So I'm just gonna walk away. Forty seven twenty nine. Forty seven thirty. Okay. Boop boop boop. Okay. Sorry about that little little breaky there. Um, okay, so what does that mean for us? What does that mean for this podcast? It means a lot of things, which I think is very exciting. I think when we started out, we were very much like doing that intersection, but like mostly recapping the Bachelor franchise. Um, and we kind of like put ourselves into a little box. And suddenly the box got real small and we was feeling cramped and we was like, we got to get out of here. Like I'm claustrophobic as hell. Like I got to go. Um, so we're no longer in that box. And I think that that's very exciting. Cause now we can like, like Michaela said earlier, we can literally talk about whatever we want. And that's very exciting for us. I don't know if that's exciting for y'all. I don't know if you're like, what's about to happen? But honestly, the chaos of it feels, I mean, it's not chaos, but like the fact that there are so many opportunities feels very exciting and fresh mm -hmm. for us. So when it comes to the season, every week is going to be something new and something exciting and something uh, challenging and something, some weeks it'll be like, more educational some weeks it'll be more fun some weeks it'll be more like how you doing like it, it's gonna be a lot so do you want to get a little bit more into like i don't know i don't i, I don't, don't know. know what do you mean <laughs> i don't know well i think what's i lost um, my i lost my well, train i of think what's really cool about i i guess the direction we're going is much very much layered in our original intent with our like the podcast mm -hmm. is you know though we were recapping the bachelor the idea was for it to be some semblance of a social commentary podcast and now right we get to have a social commentary podcast that goes beyond the four walls of the franchise exactly which we already feel like it serves uh -huh. as a shadow game of roses um sort of mirror for how our society moves so now we're just gonna look at our fucking society you know we're gonna look at our yeah. our own lives the things that victoria and i personally find joy in things that kind of make us uncomfortable things that scare us and we're going to try and explore yeah. them and investigate you know kind of do a little deep dive and it, kind of like the try guys or some right. shit um and it's still gonna be like if you're here because you're like these girls like they these girls i've never said that about us these girls uh <laughs> because like um are unapologetically themselves unapologetically black unapologetically un what else are we unapologetically a lot of things if, if you're here for that like it's still very much gonna be that it's not it's not gonna be like any we're not putting any adding any filters if anything yeah. we're like taking more yeah. away um so it's still gonna be very much Vicky and my um 
being our genuine selves uh, and then you know having this social commentary and having this real conversations that don't have to revolve around a two-hour tv show that is mostly about white people (laughs) like mostly about white people and very um you know scripted very scripted and and uh, sometimes about tokenized blacks like you know what i mean Uh, yeah and i'm very problematic mm -hmm. you know like We'll talk about things that is problematic. Don't worry about that. We will get into that. It's a, essentially um, what but, I feel like it is is the bonus episodes that we've been trying to do for the last year. That yeah. is what Black Chillerette's mm-hmm. Gone Rogue is all about. The entire time, it's exactly. Like every single topic that we've been like, "Yo, let's do an episode about this." We finally get to do the fucking episode about it. Yeah, and and the reason is that we haven't done them is because we've been so focused on having to recap these episodes. These bachelorette bachelor episodes paradise episodes that we didn't have the capacity to actually talk about the things that we really cared about and that we think that y'all really care about too and really would want to hear us you know chime in on but we just weren't able to because they're what we just didn't have the capacity for that so now and taking away that bachelor franchise part of this podcast we're really able to focus in on that and i think that that's going to be uh just bring so much more depth and like uh Depth yeah, and then also so, nuance, just, you know, like we'll be yeah. able to like look at the smaller things that we kind of have to overrun. Like, you know, people want to learn more about colorism, right? Mm-hmm. And our experiences with colorism, mm-hmm. but re- recapping and explaining it through the lens of The Bachelor puts us in a very specific framework that we can look at with very specific yeah. examples. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. now we could take years worth of research our own personal experiences the our friends yeah. and family like all of that kind of stuff we can actually examine and also it, it frees us up no, sorry no, go you, ahead you go ahead oh it also frees us up to because i think that a big thing that we really were like not expecting when we started this podcast was um a lot of the expectation that we feel was put on us from the people of bachelor nation um, you know, expecting us to speak out on things, expecting us to always have the right things to say, expecting our us to be sacrificing our time to, you know, put out a video, put out a post, put out a letter. And it's like, bitch, it's like we're doing what, what we want to do and we're going to do it on our time. We are, you know, as we say, reclaiming our time this season. Mm-hmm. And we're not on nobody else's watch because that was exhausting. And I think um, like it was not putting the blame on anybody, right, right. but like y'all was kind of exhausting <laughs> sometimes. And we just got to take that back. Yeah, because people and would get spicy with we us if we did it. not have an answer. Yeah. Like we'd, we'd explain like the tenets of the, like white supremacy and how time is used as a tool of oppression. And then people would be in our DMs right. the moment something happened. Like, where the fuck is your response? Like, and then getting yeah. mad at us because we didn't respond in yeah. 37 seconds and we ain't do nothing wrong. Girl, I don't mm-hmm. even... Child, I ain't even watched the episode. <laughs> um, and so we wanted to kind of free up some time to really invest in uh, doing things well and f- with breath and expansion mm-hmm. and with ease and pleasure yeah. and joy this season uh, because we haven't mm-hmm. been able to do that. I don't know if you guys know, but Victoria and I put a lot of effort into watching the Bachelor, Bachelor and Bachelorette episodes, particularly because we didn't want to like half-ass anything. So we'd watch the episode. I, I'll speak for myself, but I would watch the episodes 
three times one for like the first mm-hmm. pass the second for in-depth mm-hmm. notes and the third to make sure i didn't miss anything and then i would study the trailers deleted scenes extra footage uh, and then I would check mm-hmm. in on people's social media profiles to make sure that I wasn't coming out, you know, talking out of the side of my neck um, about right. something. So that means, you know, if every episode is two plus hours, that means I am putting in at minimum just six hours watching the show on a weekly basis. I was taking right. 40 pages right. of notes an episode. Victoria will tell you she wanted to kill me some days. <laughs> she would be taking a lot of notes. <laughs> Um, she would be taking, you know, I would be like, oh, we need to, we need to uh, break down the preview for next week, just in case, blah, 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 blah. And Victoria would be like, girl, Mm -hmm. we could just watch the episode next week. (laughs) Um, and it was taking up, it was like, you know, it was a a full-time job that was not putting food on my table. Right. It was just making me really sad. And I still be getting death threats. Still. Getting death threats. Mm-mm. Uh, not. I mean, we're not even a year, uh, a year from that video, but we are uh, about yeah. a year out from when we started this podcast. And we thought coming right. into the new new year, we didn't want to rebrand ourselves. We wanted to come in as ourselves mm-hmm. for once. Um, and we haven't yeah. really gotten that opportunity to do that. So we, we haven't really want to lean into our authentic so not that we've been inauthentic but mm-hmm. now bitch <laughs> right we're on our own schedules yes we are our own employers independent contractors um just I was about to say, it's really it's really it's not true. that serious i would like it to be that serious <laughs> it's really that not sounded, that serious that sounded like money <laughs> Right. I mean, it could. Like, if you, I mean, somebody want to pay us. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it would be a blessing. Um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah. Also, what? <laughs> I think I just said so. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. See you right? next time. No, I was just really <laughs> proud. I was like, wow, we did it. I don't know. I've been really scared about saying this. I feel like people are going to like leave and unfollow us and be like, we hate that you're not they doing might this. let and them that's okay because the people who are meant to be a part of this community okay. will stay and yeah, we're grateful for everyone who is here even if you choose yeah. not to st- stick around so I'm just nervous and honestly the fact like proud proud of us for even like making it this far because like when I say we've done this podcast for well We've had this podcast for a year. We haven't fully done it (laughs) because we took a little break. Um, But we, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, my God. I don't know. You were saying that you were proud of us. Yeah, proud of us because, oh, yeah, we've only been, yeah, we've only been in the same place for maybe, like, two weeks and, other than that, we've always been on different time zones. We've always been on different parts of the country. We've always been making sacrifices in our personal lives to make this work. So it's been a journey. It's been tough, but like also proud of us because we have semi made it work. And I think that moving forward, we'll even it'll be even better, even though we will be even further apart. Further apart. <laughs> time zone wise can you imagine trying to schedule recording the podcast (laughs) with a three-hour time difference oh the three-hour time difference is gonna be 
rough and especially if my work schedule doesn't change like i don't know what we will do it'll be fun but we'll figure it out and listen y'all like when i say we'll figure it out we will figure it out like we are not about to leave y'all in the dust okay we will not um but yeah so that's that's kind of where we're headed with this podcast we're very very excited if you were um if if you know or if you don't know we do have a patreon Mm -hmm. and um that has been the community the community on there has been honestly one of my favorite parts about this podcast because the people on there feel like that's our like that's our fan like that's like y'all know us like y'all get us y'all support us y'all check in on us um and y'all understand that we're a mess (laughs) and like that's those are the type of people that i need Mm -hmm. in my life like i need you to love me and be like victoria listen you need to take some time because you are not well and i'm gonna be here when you come back sis but like take your time because you just you just need a moment and i see that for you so i'm gonna give that to you that feels like the patreon family yeah and they I love see y'all. us for the I season so one much. of insecure that we really are. And they're like, yes, it's OK, sis. We're going to get through this. Yes. yes, I can't I can't talk about enough about our Patreon community. So like I said, we do. So we do have that. Um, that will be back up and running. And if you want to subscribe to that, you completely can. So how we've always run this in the past is that we will um, release teaser episodes and that'll be maybe like the first couple minutes of the full episode and then if you want to get the full episode it's going to be on patreon because like i said that's fam like that's they like you don't hold anything back you know when it's family like they get all the messiness they get they just get it all they just get it all so um that's essentially it's it'll essentially be run the same way that we ran it in the past teasers will be public and then the full episodes will be, will be available through our Patreon. And we'll also be releasing our bonus content Yay. through our Patreon. Um, we're very excited. We never had the chance to have guests yes. in the past because, like I said, we was just overwhelmed. And we didn't want to overwhelm anybody else with our overwhelmingness. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to finally have some guests. Yes. We're going to be... Doing all the things that we, like Michaela said earlier, that we didn't have time or the capacity to do before, that's going to be on Patreon. And it's so funny because um, it so feels we're very like we're being, like, sneaky and not undercover and stuff like this. It does a little bit, um, but, like, but I th- it's it, it, it's not, but it is. Yeah. Because... It is it is a special community and we want and we want to make sure it that it is special sacred. for our Absolutely. patrons. We want it to remain uh-huh. sacred and so I'm really excited for um, what we have cooking over there. And the other thing about that community being so sacred is we really value engaging with people and building community because like there's a difference between community and transaction-based community. So the yeah. idea that we're mm-hmm. just this podcast that exists and we give you content and we're like, take it or leave it goodbye, is not really what Victoria mm-hmm. and I want to do. Now, Instagram is a different story because there are so many over y'all over there. Sure. And so it's like, if you were in our right. DMs talking crazy out the side of your neck, I don't know what you want me to do, fam. <laughs> like, oh, start your own and- page. <laughs> right, Uh-oh. exactly. And... I forgot one thing. No, go one ahead. Thing about Please. the Patreon. Um, the Patreon has the yes. Discord. 
And I honestly have not been on there in so long, but I think that it still is the Discord chat, live chat is still happening for um, the episode. So if that is something that you're like, oh, I want to watch The Bachelor, if you are watching the season and want to like have somebody to kiki talk with, you know, share your thoughts with, we do have a Discord for that. Um, that I believe is still up and running and people be on there talking. And there's also a league, which is always a good time. There's also a a league. Mm -hmm. So if you, you do the Rose league or stuff like that, there's a black Chillerettes league that was started by one of our incredible listeners um, that I believe is also going for Clayton season. So um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, but all like what I was getting to, that was actually super in Uh line with what you just shared about the discord is we want to be like one-to-one with our homies up there. And we're also yeah. interested in knowing mm-hmm. like what you guys want to see. One of our listeners started the Black right. Trillerettes League. Um, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's like, what do you want to see? Like, what do you want to offer up? Uh, what kind of episode or topic are you interested in hearing? Do you have questions for me and, and Vic? Like that kind of thing where we can yeah. really be in relationship with one another because that is what community is. Ubuntu, which is a um prophetic term from africa i um that means Uh i am because we are the black chillerettes is because we have people like you that engage and listen with us yeah so we want to have that intimate relationship uh with you guys and that is going to be Mm -hmm. even more unmatched this season so yeah come through if you're interested come through the patreon because yeah like she said instagram is one thing and like um, we do appreciate our community on Instagram, the people that actually care for us and our and our DMs talking crazy. Um, but and sometimes people yeah, be talking crazy community. in love, and I'm just like, I don't know if I can meet you here yeah. on Instagram, right? No, right. you're not really yeah. vested in the work that's happening here, or people, you know, coming in like, yo, like this, that, and the fourth, and like this, that, and that, that, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, the answer actually is in this week's podcast episode, but clearly you're not subscribed. Right. <laughs> not listening. And that's yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying so, you're obligated to be, uh-huh. but you can't be coming out here talking to me like that. And I done already spoke on this. Exactly. Hello? Uh, Instagram is a scary place, and so that's why we created. It is uh, scary place. Patreon so, is a means. Patreon. If you are, yeah, if you're looking for a smaller community, and um, it's not super expensive at all. It's a cup no, of coffee a month. It's not, and we, yeah, we we try to make it as accessible as possible um, for everyone. So please um, join us there if you decide that that's for you because we would love to have you and it's a fun yeah. time it's a fun time over there and like sometimes it'd be just me talking or my talking if you don't know this about me i love voice memos i mean my kayla knows this because we always communicate in voice memos and i always say you know if you're one of my real friends if you've gotten a voice memo from me or not one of my real friends but one of my close friends um that's what the patreon so sometimes i'll be dropping voice memos yeah Yeah, patreon is our close friends list (laughs) um i'll be dropping uh voice memos on there because i just be wanting to talk to y'all i'll be dropping dissertations via text because i like to write um or videos where it's just like hey y'all yeah i want to talk to you guys with my face (laughs) you know right 
It's it's Patreon is our close friends list. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Um, Sucks that capitalism makes yeah. us make people pay into our close friends list. I but know. here the fuck we are. Um, here we are because Instagram is wild and we can't really like we try to filter as much as we can, but we yeah. can't filter. So it all I think there. you know. With that said, I feel like we we covered like quite um, quite we a have. bit. Once again. We have. We didn't make it in our one one hour marker, but it's, but it's okay. Not that we said we were going to, but we're close. It's less than an hour and a half, and that's all that matters. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. This is one of those things exactly. where it's like... We're not trying to take up y'all whole day. If somebody's day. on their commute, it's like, great, we got you to work, and then you can finish at lunch, or you can finish on your way home. Yeah. Or maybe you're cleaning the apartment right. today. Maybe you are breastfeeding, and you just uh-huh. can't get the latch. Okay? Maybe the knickknack right. just not latching in little baby Sue's mouth. And you're working through it while listening to this it's episode. Not... Or maybe, like uh-huh. Victoria and I, you're moving. <laughs> and you just need maybe some you're noise moving. in the background. And right. if so, we are yeah. so grateful that we were able to hang out with you today via this podcast. Mm-hmm. And please, like, let us know. Email us at theblackchillerettes. That is T-H-E-B-L-C-K-C-H-E-L. Mm. O-R-E-T-T-E-S <laughs> at gmail.com. Sorry for the random moan. I just yeah. got a little unsure <laughs> about yeah. how to spell our name. It's a long uh, word. But once again, that is T-H-E-B-L-C-K-C-H-E-L-O-R-E-T-T-E-S at gmail.com. And let us know what topics and guests that you're interested in seeing us um, on this season of The Black Chillerettes Gone Rogue. And once again, if you are here because you love our commentary on The Bachelor and all that shit, it has not, like, it's not, it's not gone forever. We just cannot engage with Clayton's season. That's all we're saying. Correct. And that's okay. Correct. So, yeah. It is. We hope you'll stick around. Well, please do. Please do. It's going to be very, it's going to be good. I'm, I'm like, I'm hyped for what, what is about to happen this season. Uh... That's pretty much it from us, y'all. Like, we don't really have too much else for you. So, stay tuned for this next episode. Ah, It's it's like both exciting and also kind of heavy, I will say. Um, Right. As we read into Black Mystery Bump, um, which is, of Mm -hmm. course, Black History is not limited to just one month but we want it to, to come month. in yeah to the shortest with, month of the year yes mm-hmm. and we wanted to come in with a project that both was near and dear to us personally uh for the story and for the people who have worked on it uh and amplify some really good work that is right happening within the abc franchise so if you can guess it i'd be really intrigued Hit us up and, and let us know if, if you think you know what we're going to be talking about on our next episode. Yeah, we're excited. Um, okay, we won't talk anymore. We won't talk y'all um, to the grave. So we're going to let y'all go. You can't see me. But we'll see you next week for our first episode of Black Chillerettes Gone yes. Rogue. You okay. can't see me, but I'm making gang signs. Hey, listen, I'm not bop, saying... Bop. If anybody wants to make us a cute little something-something for Black Chillerettes Gone Rogue, if you got some little designs brewing in your mind, And make over. it black. I, I want to see them. <laughs> make it black. Not literally the make color it rogue. black, but you know what I mean. Right. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Always That's so the chaotic. End.
They are chaotic. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.